Life Audio. Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today I'm going to be talking about why your fasting glucose might be too high. So about 1 in 10 Americans are diabetic, diagnosed as fasting glucose over 126, and some 95% of those have type 2 or insulin resistance diabetes. In 2020, about 38% of all adults in the United States were pre-diabetic, defined as fasting glucose between 100 and 126. Other related parameters to watch for include fasting insulin, and hemoglobin A1c. What's going on here? So, uh, of course, we have to start with diet. Actual sugar consumption may be on the relative decline, but other sweeteners compensate, keeping our national intake of caloric sweeteners quite high. One study shows that among 2 to 18-year-olds, 40% of calories were empty or simply processed macronutrients, which are fat and sugar primarily with no micronutrients in them. Sugar is very addictive, of course, so that's certainly part of the problem. White or highly processed carbohydrates count in that category as well. They're ubiquitous, they're cheap, and they can help blunt unpleasant emotions, at least in the short term. Also, everybody else is doing it, and they're all doing fine, right? Well, no, they're not, but it's hard to tell if all you're seeing is their highlight reel on social media, so no wonder it's a hard habit to break. If this is you, consider a short fast or intermittent fasting to hit a reset button on your cravings, as well as to improve glycemic control, aid weight loss, and decrease both insulin and hemoglobin A1c. If the problem is emotional, a short fast may still help, but you might have some deeper work to do too. So I will link in the show notes to a podcast interview that would be a really great place to start for that. Another problem with the empty calories that I just mentioned is the fact that they don't contain the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and essential fatty acids that are necessary for all of your body's physiologic functions. In particular, those especially helpful for blood sugar control include zinc, chromium, magnesium, potassium, vanadium, essential fatty acids, and alpha-lipoic acid. A multivitamin, antioxidant, and essential fatty acid supplement are all a good choice to start, as well as a probiotic, as a healthy microbiome also makes a very important addition for blood sugar regulation. 
Once upon a time, we could get all we needed from our diets, but alas, I think the time for that has passed, just because the soil isn't what it used to be. It's also a great idea to throw in some extra cinnamon and apple cider vinegar to your diet to aid in glucose control. Another possibility, the food you eat and the air you breathe go through several biochemical pathways before they enter your mitochondria, where they are ultimately destined to become ATP, which is your body's energy currency. But there's a delicate balance between the ATP produced and the amount actually required for use. Healthy mitochondria should efficiently flip a switch, as it were, to release any unneeded calories as heat. That's how brown fat works. Even the healthiest mitochondria aren't 100% efficient at that, though. Some 4% of the raw materials will leak out into the surrounding tissues called endogenous free radicals, endogenous meaning produced inside the body, otherwise known as oxidative stress. This is, in fact, where the bulk of our oxidative stress comes from, and the mitochondria take the brunt of it. Healthy mitochondria can handle this, but if there has to be that close match between the calories that are coming in and the energy that's needed. But even healthy mitochondria might have a supply and demand problem if there's way more calories coming in than demand for ATP. They may not be able to throw open the floodgates, the uncoupling proteins that is, for sufficient heat dissipation to compensate. This means more leakage of electrons into the surrounding tissue, which increases oxidative stress. Among other things, this can lead to decreased insulin sensitivity since insulin signaling requires healthy cell membranes. Ultimately, this can cause elevated blood sugar, insulin resistance, and metabolic syndrome generally. What this means is just this, don't overeat and move your body regularly. But even if you're doing that, your mitochondria still might be damaged and thus inherently less efficient. There are a number of possible causes for this, but if you suspect that this is you, the first thing to do is to find out if your mitochondria are compromised and go from there. My favorite test for this is called the urinary organic acid test, as it includes a number of mitochondrial markers. Also, stress increases glucose levels. Your main stress hormones are cortisol and adrenaline, which are norepinephrine and epinephrine. In acute stress, the latter two will trigger the release of glucose from your liver as you flee or fight for your life or just feel like you do, as the case may be. Then, cortisol has to take over. Cortisol decreases insulin sensitivity so that blood sugar doesn't fall too precipitously. This isn't a huge deal if it's only occasional, but if it's chronic, it can perpetuate elevated glucose levels even if you're eating perfectly. So how's your stress management? I'd highly recommend identifying and cultivating strategies that work for you, and I will again link in the show notes to some ideas for that to get you started. Keep in mind that stress isn't always necessarily negative emotions. Positive emotions can be stressors too. So can physiologic causes like surgery or an accident or chronic inflammation. If you feel like your stress management is dialed in already, I'd first check with your loved ones to see if they agree. You might be surprised. If any of the physiologic causes seem likely, it might be worth checking your neurotransmitters and your stress hormones to see if they're playing a role. So bottom line, it would be nice if elevated glucose had a simple, straightforward cause. But alas, if you're doing everything right and your blood sugar is still too high, it might be time to start digging deeper, looking at your micronutrients, at your stress hormones, at your mitochondria, and then possibly potential toxic insults to find and eliminate them. But it might be as simple as a short fast, a diet change, and an exercise program. I said it was simple, not easy, but I believe you can do it. Thanks for joining me. I will link in the show notes to all of the things that I mentioned, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? 
Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com. That's whole healthdr.com, type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories and our destination dreams with abide sleep stories for kids you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about god to find these kids bedtime stories go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for abide stories for kids you can also download the abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com